Yeah, and mostly yeah because we are within an hour now, Al. Woo-hoo. We are inside the one hour mark. You've you've made us wait two so far. So now we got about fifty five minutes until Super Crosstalk starts with Mason in Ireland, and uh, we finally will get to hear the story. If nothing else, you spiked the uh, the Twitter numbers today. That's exciting. Well, John and I, we actually did connect, and um, it looks like we're going to wait till Dodgers' first game. <laughs> for the postseason we think it would be really good to kind of to kind of merge that thing together is there anything that is not specifically germane to your story that is just a a, a side to what you guys did last night or something um adjacent to it that you can share that won't spoil any of the actual story itself like is there like did you guys go grab a okay drink? Did on you it, have some dinner like what, what t- take me through the parts that don't have anything to do with the story so here's the thing I think it's all connected. Okay. And I know that might sound annoying. And Amanda's probably going to come back in and say, you're an idiot. (laughs) And that's fine. That's fair. Um, But it's all connected. Like, I think once you go, you go. You just tell the whole thing. So, and and some parts of it are just incredibly random that I find entire, I I find completely, um, I just find them hilarious. And I have a feeling you're going to find it hilarious. Now, whether that's going to, uh, change everybody's lives that's on the radio or listening in their car on the 405? Probably not, but I think you're going to find it funny. Okay, so here, here's my – because I've fallen victim to this myself. That when you are in the moment and you are there and you've been out and Oh, it's yeah, that, late, that definitely happens. And yep. you think this yep. is the craziest thing that's ever happened. And then you tell someone else, they're like, yeah – is, is is there the possibility of that that the lens upon which you're viewing this story was distorted to the point where it might not land the way you're hoping? That could happen, but it's more when something's happening. You know this: when something's happening in the moment, you want to go live right there. You're like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You didn't you have know, your Comrex in your back pocket. I didn't have my Comrex, <laughs> but I wanted to just like just get on the radio and just go. The fact that it has to marinate for X amount of hours uh-huh. that can always that can also you know obviously always change the story. Did you tell Lady Slee? Um, <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes, I did. Uh, anybody yeah. else like a, at breakfast or anything? Yes. Okay. So yeah, that was no, a guy that texted. That was a guy that texted <laughs> Trav. Yeah. Yeah. So there's yeah. at least one person that, that knows was worthy it, of it hearing it. it. Five exclamation points. Yeah. So Maybe he we'll can see. Call in. Emily, I'm going to ask you and go, Taylor, you're next. Is Janice still in there? I can't see her on the call. I'm not here. Right okay. Now. So does it live up to the hype? Emily. Uh, can, I, can I guess their predictions? <laughs> sure. I think yes. I think I trust Slayla. Taylor. Okay. So I was going to say yes for Emily and I was going to say no for Taylor. Okay. <laughs> I, don't th- I don't think it's going to live up to the hype, Slee. <laughs> I, I think that it's I want to hear be, your version. I want to hear Taylor's witch story, too. <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah, I would not recommend. That was Which one? pretty great. <laughs> Are you cursed now? Yeah. Was, well, no, I feel like there were multiple witches in his lives that he's had to try to exercise. Is that the right word? Yeah, it's like the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> did you, you didn't drop a house on anybody. Did you hear a bucket of water or any of those sorts of things? You know all the uh, sisters from Hocus Pocus? I don't know them. I love Hocus Pocus. How do you not know about Hocus Pocus? I because I don't. What is it? It's a movie. It's a. It's. I guess it's more my age group. It's like a, a cult classic. But anyway, it, this is again do, a, do a you, bad story. Do you story. know Hocus Pocus, Lee? <laughs> uh, no, I do not. <laughs> so this is an example of a bad story that could fall flat. That I thought it was a great story. <laughs> well, see, but to your everlasting, but you like quickly when you realize, just pull the ripcord. I'm out of here. Right, I eject. Yep. I'm just gonna. Hey, look, nobody bats a thousand. You're gonna miss occasionally. It's fine. I know so, it, Emily. One of the witches made me watch it. <laughs> Boy, we need, every we, day, we need every day in the morning, they had to watch it. Uh, I'm looking at the TV right now, Slee. Ramona's uh, doing NBA today. I wonder if she's anxious to hear the story. I wonder if it's worked its way back over to the TV side, and they're all sitting around listening to the radio, waiting for it yep. to come. Be a whole whole segment Mal- on NBA today. Malika Malika Andrews brings it up. Mark Spears <laughs> says, "You know this." So really interesting brewing. Why not? Why? Not? All right. So Dodgers uh, regular. By the way, is it just me, or did that regular season go by really quickly? I know that it, it's exact, it actually was a little longer because we got yeah. started a little late, but that 160, and maybe it's because the Dodgers were just cruising the entire time. But yeah, it probably had something to do with that. It felt like it went by quick. Well, how about this? You want to hear something really disappointing? 
you know what this Sunday is? Actually, no, starting tonight. It's already freaking week five of the NFL. Bizarre. Bizarre. All right, so regular season only. Not what may happen in the playoffs. Not who's most important for what's coming up um, starting next Tuesday. But just for the 162 games that we watched over the last season, who was the most valuable player for this Dodger team 2022? Okay, so this is not um, this is not separating pitchers. Bat, it's, no, it's everybody. One guy, one guy. Tw- the, everybody that's played for this team this yeah. year, everybody's in the pool. Okay, so it comes down to two guys for me. It's uh, and I'll, I'll I'll pick which one of them, but Julio and Freddie for me were the two. Freddie Freeman came and he was as advertised, absolutely amazing. Adds to a lineup that already has some, you know, real deal guys. But you got that one, two, three of Mookie, Trey, and Freddie. Um, ice in his veins. Doesn't matter the situation. Just he's amazing. He's actually just unbelievable to watch. He's uh, what do they call it? It's like literally a professional hitter, but mm-hmm. a professional of the professional hitters. Uh, but Julio for me is, is a pro's pro. But Julio for me is the MVP. All the different – think about what that pitching staff looked like at the beginning of the season and what it looked like at the end of the season. He's the only consistent one throughout. Now, that's not to take anything away from Tyler Anderson, who was there. That's not taking anything away from their bullpen, who was fantastic. But Julio to me is the MVP of the Dodgers. Okay. I Those are decent choices, but I don't think that those are, are mine because – Julio performed at the level that Julio performs at. Freddie Freeman performed at the level that you would expect a recent MVP and, and World Series champion to perform at. The guy that outkicked his expectation more than anybody else on this team, and quite frankly, carried this team for three months, maybe longer, was Tony Gonsolin. Tony Gonsolin barely made the rotation. Tony Gonsolin was a guy that was fighting like crazy to keep a spot. He and Tyler Anderson were fighting for that fifth spot in the rotation. And not only did he – well, Anderson got it too. Not only did they get it, this was a guy that was on his way to winning a Cy Young before he went down. And obviously missing the last month of the season doesn't help, but they're not where they are right now without him. After what happened to Bueller, after what happened to Bauer, these guys are, are either hurt or you know told to go home. And this guy picked up all of that responsibility and handled it beautifully. I, I, so, I think so here, that he here's was extraordinary. You're, you, it's actually really tough to make a case against that. However, um, they are where they are, and they were able to do that, and he still wasn't there, right? Like he missed just enough time to you would say, and you and I have made this argument before. A lot of these guys that were out, it's not like okay, that person went out, and now all of a sudden the Dodgers started struggling. I think that probably happens if Julio wasn't there. Obviously, the postseason is going to be a different story. But Gonsolin, listen, amazing season. Uh, Every time he pitched for, I think there was a while there, it was, well, I mean, things are going to change. The averages are going to average themselves out. They never did. He, he, He was excellent all year. All right, let's go to the next one here because I have a feeling you and I are going to kind of be, this might be too obvious. Is there any answer other to the question of who is the biggest disappointment this year? Is it Craig Kimbrell and that's it? Is is there uh, anything so beyond I, that? Let, let me throw in. We spent a lot of time talking about Bellinger. Mm-hmm. However, the only problem with Bellinger is it's been consistent now, right? Like he's telling us that I'm not who I was no. over that stretch, and this year was just another example of that. Um, Kimbrel, you know, Kimbrel's a funny one because. Kenley last season had plenty of moments where you felt like, okay, can you really trust the guy? The amount of conversations we're having about Kimbrell this year, we also had a lot of those conversations about Kenley. Mm -hmm. But Kimbrell, there's A, a disappointment, but I think B, I I don't know if it was completely off the wall for me, but you probably give it to him because Bellinger's been doing it now for a more consistent Yeah, basis. Bellinger would only be eligible for a biggest surprise, right? Because had he all of a sudden turned back into that guy that's hitting, you know, 275, 280, hitting 35, 40 home runs and just, you know, he always has played pretty good defense. But he, he kind of is what he is at this point. Mm-hmm. That, there, that isn't a huge surprise to me. Craig Kimbrell, the, the fact that the question, will Craig Kimbrell be on the postseason roster is being asked legitimately – I think answers that question for us, right? That it it was so weird. I, I texted I forget who I texted yesterday, but watching the Dodger game, they're Jump. up they're up by five or six runs, whatever it was. It's the eighth inning of a blowout. It's a mop up situation. 
and Craig Kimbrell was pitching in the eighth inning. That was just like, wow. That hmm. that brought it home in such a meaningful way that, hey, listen, we have nowhere to put you other than in a totally, utterly meaningless situation. It was shocking, really. Yeah, so, so th- th- this – if the argument is, you know, as far as disappointments go, uh, luckily for the Dodgers, even the disappointments that they had, it didn't, you know, I'm not saying that you can't be disappointed. I'm not saying you can't look at the trade deadline and, and ask why the front office didn't. Maybe, look, Blake Trinan coming back or they thought, hey, Dustin May will be fine. Maybe we can find a role for him um, out of that bullpen and maybe they still can. But I just use that as an example of, they had disappointments, and it never it never stopped the engine, right? Like no, the engine didn't. kept running. It, it really it, did. It really did. Emily's got an interesting uh, option for biggest disappointment. Yeah, I think it's gonna be. I think it'd be Trinan again. You kind of mentioned it just recently, sleep, but like before the season, we were thinking he is going to be this big closer, or they're gonna they're gonna have like a kind of a different closing situation for him. But he is going to be their ace in that part of the rotate in that part of the innings and so I think it was really disappointing that we only got what five innings out of him this season and we might not get in the postseason at all it's a huge disappointment and that also leads to one of the biggest downfalls of the Dodgers this season quote-unquote downfalls obviously they're doing fine but that that they can't close games they won. You you answered your own question. They won 111 games. Yeah. I mean, it's it's really hard to say. Hey, we didn't close game. They won 111 games. Right. A franchise record. So I want to do one more here, Slee. Okay. The best moment of the year, and I, and I want to go first here because I got I got a couple of numbers. Um, the mm-hmm. the Sig guys kind of put this together. You remember when this was on June 26th? The Dodgers go to Atlanta to take on the Braves. And Freddie Freeman has an emotional press conference and, you know, it ends up he, he fires his agent or he doesn't. There's the whole kerfluffle about he did, did he know, didn't he know, yep. that, that whole thing. And he was terribly Kurt, emotional. Kershaw comes in, yep. So that's the moment when Clayton mm. Kershaw, and I'm paraphrasing here, but not by much, was, dude, are you with us or not? Mm. We're, I, I'm, I'm glad that he had a nice time there, but we're pretty good too. Remember that? Here's what happened. Before that... Freddie Freeman was having a nice year. He was batting 303, okay, through 70 games. After that, through 89 games, 343. His average spiked 40 points. From that point forward, it went 40 points. He hit more home runs. His slug went up 50 points. His OPS went up 60 points. His on-base percentage jumped up 35 points. That everything from that point forward was we're done looking at our ex-girlfriend over there. It's over. You're over here. You're with us. And that moment where Clayton Kershaw did what every really good team needs to do, have a leader that's not afraid to challenge another great player, basically said, dude, enough of that already. Either come over here with us or don't, but I'm done hearing about this. One. Uh, so there's another moment that stands out to me. Trade deadline happens, and the Padres go out and they go all in. They go get Juan Soto. Um, they get uh, Josh Bell. They get Hader. They get Drury. And they end up with a lineup that you think Tatis is going to be coming back at some point. The idea and the concept is, look, there's everything's going to go through the Dodgers. Um, so, and, you, and I'm talking about that just from if you're a Padre perspective. It, everything runs through the Dodgers, specifically in the NOS, specifically in the NL. A couple days later, Literally a couple days after that trade deadline, the Padres go to L.A. for a three-game set. Dodgers sweep them, and they dominate them. Mm -hmm. I know things were already handled. I know the division didn't matter at that point. Sometimes I think you could send messages, and I don't think that was a message for just the Padres. I thought it was a message just across the board. You can do whatever you want to do. You go out and try to get the players that you want. You could come and specifically try to compete against us. We're just in a different league. That that was for me. That was kind of one of those like, yeah, this is just it's a different level of baseball. There's a lot of buzz around the Padres, and then by the time they left Dodger Stadium that weekend, they lost three in a row. None of the games were really close. Emily is coming off of a perfect ten point week. It's our NFL picks against the spread. It's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. 
Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. All right, Slee. So like we like to do on Thursdays, we got an NFL game tonight. We like to pick our NFL picks against the spread and, of course, a little college football thrown in there as well. Um, Here are the standings after four weeks of the season. Emily Hebel with a lead. She has 26 points. Um, I am behind her in second place, 23. Al is in third with 21. And Taylor, do better. You are with a measly 16 points. You might want to oh, consult one of your witches to see if she can you know, <laughs> throw a spell on hey, the rest of us. I'm taking your guys' advice sometimes. Like, Ch- or, Trav, you have like these leading statements and questions leading into it. And Slee's like sure? a... You sure he's you like a, do like that? an Herbalife salesman over there. He's trying to <laughs> He's trying to say, oh, go for it, Taylor. Gamble. I said, do let's it. gamble. <laughs> let's gamble is right. That's right. my line. Here's our order. Taylor, you are going first today. We like we like to do. We're going to start with uh, our Los Angeles Rams. Buffalo Wild Wings countdown to kickoff starting at 1130. Woo. And the kickoff is at 125. Followed closely by the Coors Light postgame show live from Hollywood Stop Park. Stop by Casino. the booth. Yeah, come on by. South side of SoFi Stadium. Good reminder, Emily. Thank you. Um, the Rams are at home against the Cowboys. The Rams are four-point favorites. What do you got? I have Cowboys one. Cowboys at one. Oh, look at you. Reason, nah, he, doesn't just want, wanna... he doesn't want any uh, any help on this one. <laughs> yeah, just that was quick too. He's probably got a subscription to one of those uh, sites that you know get all the information. Around. All right, uh, Emily, you are up next. Cowboys, right. Rams. So I'm gonna have a little more explanation on mine. So uh, I use my. I went to my trusty guys at Sig, and they have some information about this for uh, in regards to this game. So. The Cowboys have covered nine out of the last ten road games, of, dating back to last year. They are mm. also, um, mm. they have, there's there's one of the stats. Anyway, I am going to pick the Cowboys at two. I think it's going to be a close game. I think they're a cover. I do think the Rams are going to win, but I think they're going to cover. It's going to be a close game. Alan Sliwa. Um, yeah, this is a, I don't feel good about this one. Out of all of them, this is the toughest one to call. I'll take Cowboys. I'm going to take a page from uh, Taylor's book. I'm going one. So I got to go game theory now here, right? I, I, I think that the Cowboys are definitely going to cover. I think that the Rams will win the game. I was going to go Cowboys, but this is a chance to make some points, right? This is just straight-up game theory. I'm going to go with the Rams, and I'm going to put them at two. because And, and there is a little bit of they have to win this game. They, like yeah. you've been mm-hmm. saying, Slee, and you asked DeMarco this, their schedule – from really this point forward, minus that Carolina game, is a monster. They have to find wins where they can find them. Everybody's saying what's going on with McVay. I think you find something. LA it's going to be a Cowboys home two. game, essentially, too. Emily, number one. Yeah, that's true, too. Emily, number two game. Uh, Al's Raiders on the road in Kansas City. Chiefs, seven-point favorites. So while I do feel like – I would have put this as, as my four choice. I would have gone all in, but I'm, I have it on my three – because it's an in-division game. So I have the Chiefs at three. I think the Chiefs are going to win. I think they're going to cover. I think they're going to blow out the Raiders. Sorry, Raider fans. But it's at my three instead of my four. Okay. Uh, Sleep. All right. Uh, losing confidence week by week <laughs> on the Raiders on this one. And we're just watching the Chiefs. By the way, this is perfect where everyone is going to go Chiefs. Not just here, but I feel like Vegas is. And this is where it could easily be a four-point game, but the Chiefs still win. I'm not going to oversell this. I'm going Chiefs, and I'm going to make this my uh, my four. All right, so Al gets the Chiefs at four. NFL games are almost always close. NFL games are very rarely blowouts. The last time that the Las Vegas Raiders were in Kansas City, I think the score was 48 to 9. Well, that was after they stomped yeah. the logo to open the game, fumbled the opening kickoff, which was a about six score. seconds later. Took about yeah. six seconds to have it. Uh, I'm going to go Kansas City as well, but I think I, I know I've said this to you, Slee. I still think the Raiders are pretty good. I, I really, yeah. truly do, uh, but I don't love the Raiders in this one. I'm going to do KC at one. Um, Taylor. 
Okay, I'm going Chiefs four. Chiefs at four. I am. Uh, so that's the Taylor, Raiders. We either do good work this week, or we're both going to get demolished. Raiders are not only going to cover; they're going to win because all four of us took the Chiefs. Um, all right, uh, Slee, you go first on this one. It is San Diego at or San Diego, Los Angeles <laughs> at Cleveland. Um, the Chargers actually road favorites by three. Um. Chargers don't give me this vote of confidence. Uh, I don't know much at all about the uh, about the Browns. Chargers are kind of in a you can't lose games against the Browns when you still got all the tough matchups that they have. I'm gonna take the Chargers in this one. I think they cover the three. I'm gonna put it as my two. Okay, San Diego at two. I'm Love up it. next. Keep saying San Diego. Um, it's Great. just I got I can't have two LAs <laughs> on my sheet. I got to have San Diego in there. Um, I'm gonna take Cleveland. Uh, not because I like them, but because this is what the Chargers do, right? They win one, they lose one, they win one, they lose one. And by the way, road favorites, don't love that. I'll take the Chargers at number three. Emily. Okay, so I forgot to do this ahead of time, but I was going to quickly research the weather in Cleveland this weekend, but I'm assuming it's going to be a chilly one. I think Not it's gonna, great not is great. always a good answer okay, for Cleveland. So <laughs> that gives one point in the Cleveland category. I think it's going to be a close uh, game. I do think that I subscribe to what you were saying, Travis, about the Chargers always win one, lose one, so I have my Browns at my four. Ooh, she's going big at four. Taylor. I, too, have the Browns, putting them number two. All right, Browns at number two. Slee, you got a chance to make a little bit there. The last one, our college game, SC at home in the Coliseum. It is a 13-point spread, uh, just shy of two touchdowns. Um, I'm going first on this one. It burned me badly last week with a 26-point gap. Uh, I had SC at four, so because I'm a genius, SC at four. Allen. Um, I think we're going to get baited into this again, but I'm going to fall for the trap. I'm uh, I'm actually taking this one. I'll go USC. I only got three left. Put three there. Yeah, all right. SC for three. M? So I have – I'm going to go against this. So we are now currently in the danger zone of USC and Lincoln Riley. We are in October. We are in nearly into mid-October. So uh, And Washington State has been – Okay, this year. Yes, they have taken Beat down some Wisconsin big teams in Madison. Yes. Should have beaten Oregon. Yes, and he, mm. they have played either games very closely or they've blown out teams, so they can score points. So I have Wish Washington I State at my one. I want Taylor's information on the Washington State football team. Taylor, go. Got nothing on them, but I got <laughs> USC at three. <laughs> All right, so there you go, Emily. Taylor, we're basically identical this week. I think we have one different. Let's pick. see, uh, Casey. Uh, yeah, you've got the number two San Diego-Cleveland game as your only uh, split there. So put all your marbles on that one. Um, you're going to catch up to – Emily, just put a 10-pointer. This is about where you start to have big weeks too, Slee. This is where I come unglued, I lose the well, entire thing, and then I close fast. So last week was last week was a good week for me. I think I got eight. So I made up some ground. Uh, I don't really like these picks. I think I went way too much, and this is the worst thing to do. I kind of think I'm going with all the favorites here. I don't. I don't like doing that. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. Well, you, the dog on the road, or I should say, the home. Mm-hmm. The home. I can't even talk right now. The road favorite. Beware of the home dog. I think is the uh, the phraseology right there. The Rams. Let, let, let's talk about this for a second. Yeah. They, you said by the way, they kind of have to s- win, don't they? they, they this, well, you- this feels oddly must winny for because of what's waiting for them after the Carolina game and after the bye. Did you say when you were doing the points? Rams, you think Rams are going to win this game? I do. I think it's going to be one of these seventeen to fourteen kind of kind of situations because they have to Slee, right? Mm-hmm. They, what's waiting for? Here, here's what's here's what it is. Carolina next week. Okay, you figure the Rams should be able to take care of business there. Bye, and then after that, it's either Forty Niners. It's again. a yep. it's a division game. Always hard. Okay, so you have nothing but division games. Kansas City, the Raiders. The Chargers, the Packers, and the Bucks. That I mean, and, and the Saints in New Orleans. That's the rest of your schedule. Mm-hmm. There's not one game there other than maybe those Seattle games. And again, Seattle's two and two as well. So when you start to look at it, there aren't a lot of okay. You gotta have it. The Cowboys are a gotta have it. So I, I think they're they're fortunate that nobody's really running running away with it in the division. Nobody's really running away with it in the NFC. Every team looks pretty average. Now that's going to change, obviously, next four, five, six weeks or so. Listen, if if they lost on Sunday, I don't think the world's going to end. It just makes what is already an uphill battle that much tougher, you know, if that makes sense. But 
do, do you really have all this confidence of Arizona or the 49ers to use as an example? I know the Niners might be the one outlier where you feel more confident about them than you do the Cardinals or the Seahawks. But I, I, I actually kind of have this feeling that nobody's probably going to run away with anything, and it will be a close battle all the way through, and all these teams are going to continue to look okay. Right? Like, I, I don't know what's going to change for the Rams this upcoming week where all of a sudden um, something's just going to click and now uh, Stafford's going to have more time or Allen Robinson just become he, mm-hmm. he has eight catches for 95. I don't know if anything's going to change right away. I really don't. It, it's it, there, there are two different things here. Like, what you're describing is can they find a way into the playoffs? I think win or lose, the answer is yes because of all the reasons that you just described. But I think what will be – particularly interesting come Sunday night to call it around five o'clock I think we're gonna have a pretty good answer to the question of if this is a good team or not Mm. right because the Cowboys are a good team the Cowboys have a good record they have a really good defense and they're gonna get their quarterback back at some point Um, if the Rams look like they've looked through the first four games offensively I know that their offensive line like DeMarco was talking about it's banged up but at some point you got to figure out a way to win some of these games and if they have another one where they just can't get anything done offensively I think we're gonna have a pretty good answer to the question of are they good now that doesn't mean they can't make the playoffs that's to me is different when I say good are they good enough to go win playoff games potentially go win playoff games in the road and maybe you know get into position to try to do this all over again I think we'll have a pretty good sense of that on Sunday afternoon yeah that's uh by the way that that's the Cowboys once Dak went down it was like okay that's it their season three and oh They've been playing some damn good football. And, it's, and I'm not telling you it's perfect football, but it's not easy to win in the NFL week to week, and they're kind of finding a way to string together a W. It's impressive. You know who's got the two best pass rushes in the NFL? The Niners yep. and the Cowboys? Yep. <laughs> so buckle up. Yeah. With your offensive line, it's not good. Back-to-back weeks for that. Uh, no question. All right. Um, LeBron had a moment last night. It's, it, it's pretty funny to me. He wanted to send a message to Adam Silver and just used a post-game press conference to do it. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. 25 minutes? Give or take before uh, the story. Slee, have you heard from John yet today? Is this uh, have you guys communicated? Nothing. Hey, mate. <laughs> Nothing. Does but he's aware that you're holding out to tell the yeah. story until he's here. He does know that yeah. portion. Yeah, he does. He's. They, it's not going to be a. All right, tell us the story. And John goes, "What story?" That that's not going to be the way it plays <laughs> out, right? Well, if he does, then uh, I'll go to Plan B. <laughs> Which is to unplug your Comrex from the wall. Oh, no. My Wi-Fi went out. <laughs> yeah, well, so here's what happened. We went out and that's <laughs> you're, it. Dead, you're just gone. No, I think he's going to be very excited to tell the story. Okay, good. I'm, yeah, I'm excited to hear it. I'm not going to lie. We've, yeah, uh, he'll be excited you've to tell been te- like, Here's the good news, mm-hmm. right? That if nothing else, um, you have successfully distracted me from thinking about the fact that Anthony Davis was on the injured list last night and didn't play. That that, that was only something that we've talked about briefly uh, is is pretty good news, I guess, because mm. when I stop and, and say it again out loud, it fills me with the same emotions I had earlier, which are, are you kidding me? We're one preseason game into this, and we're already running this back? It's frustrating. I'm not going to lie, it is. You know, if I, I think if – Listen, we could sit here. You can make a case. It's preseason basketball. What the hell are you talking about? The guy's out for a for a preseason game, game two of the preseason. Who the hell cares? I think a lot of Laker fans care. I'm not. I really do. When we saw that status report from Monday's game, Lonnie Walker was on there. Troy Brown Jr. was on there. Dennis Schroeder still dealing with his visa situation, and then you saw Anthony Davis. What? You're telling me that you didn't look at that for a quick second and say, hmm, interesting, okay. I thought we were good to go. Then he doesn't play yesterday. It's kind of a late scratch. And the Lakers are saying, you know, it's precautionary. Guys, don't pay attention to this. It's preseason. But I think every Laker fan is paying attention to it. How many different times have we sat here and said, how many different times have we sat here and said, the entire season is predicated? Really, you could say the future of the Lakers, a lot of that is predicated on the health of Anthony Davis. Did LeBron play last night? No, I mean, yes, yes, last night, LeBron yes. played 17 minutes, 23 points, 8 of 11 from the field. Russ, love him or hate him, but when tip-off comes, Russ is there every single night. 
and the AD piece of it, who, by the way, is not going to play tonight as well, of course that's going to give you some concern and some disappointment. How could it not? It's your Look, if LeBron is out there year 20 and Russell Westbrook is out there year 16 and you're trying to get ready for a season where the only thing that we're really that, – that, that, all the little things can kind of swing it a little way in either direction. The big thing that's going to determine whether this season is, you know, interesting, successful, potentially you know, very interesting and successful, or, yeah, it happened all over again, is Anthony Davis's health. That's it. The rest of it, if LeBron's going to be LeBron, maybe Russ is a little better, that would be great, oh, wonderful. But if he's in and out of the lineup and he can't play on a regular basis – they're in stuck in the mud. It's just it's just not going to change in that it already is a topic in the second game. And LeBron James, who has been around the block more than Anthony Davis, played a lot more basketball than Anthony Davis has in his life through, you know, just being older and going to the playoffs more or less every season of his entire life, that he can do it. It's, it's just it's it's a really thing to just kind of swipe aside as oh it's the preseason it really doesn't matter if it were anybody other than him I would buy it but I'm not buying it for him so we were we were talking about this maybe it was yesterday that certain guys you just want to see him walk it and not talk it I, I don't need to hear anything nobody needs to see another quote nobody nobody needs to hear from this perspective that perspective we get it there was by the way last year. Both of those injuries that he had, kind of freak accidents. Like those, those are not normal injuries, but it happened, and it can, you know obviously continues to happen to AD. Nobody wants to kind of hear anything else. LeBron walks it; he doesn't talk it. Right? LeBron yep. is there; he shows up. His there is no kind of questioning of, "Damn, I, I hope this guy can go." You you know that's there for LeBron. Unfortunately for Anthony Davis, doesn't get the benefit of the doubt. He doesn't, and I'm not. Listen, he hasn't earned we, it. We, we we are all on the same page here. Everyone wants to see the Lakers have an incredibly successful season. No question about it. But it's real, it, you're depending on this one individual that over the last two games played 76 games out of 164. And in preseason, you're hoping that that five months, three weeks off, get your body right, that they're working on right. We're supposed to be complaining today about, do you like that lineup? Do you not like that lineup? This player look good. By the way, can I, can I say this as well? Mm. And I, I don't know if, and you tell me this, it's a preseason game, and maybe I'm too close into it. Maybe I'm too big of a fan. There's a different vibe with the team. Like It, it really is. I, I feel something a little bit different What's than I felt difference? a year ago. What's the difference? Um, so yesterday, let, let me, where we sat because yesterday. I, I, I'm sorry to cut you off, Al, but yeah. the, just watching it on TV, I'm not picking that up. Okay. So you got to explain it to me. Um, yesterday on TV, or yesterday at the game, we're sitting – the way Vegas has us, this just happens to be this way. Radio Row is first row, so we are we are uh, um, uh, literally right on the sideline there. And you're now able to see interaction with Darvin Ham and the other players, interaction between the players, just teammates playing together. Um, how quick the coaching staff, specifically Darvin Ham, is just the communication, the correcting things right out the gate. Russ seems like it's, I see it a lot of the time. Darvin Ham's got an arm over Russ. Um, the, there's a there's a vibe that you feel, okay, at least, and it's, it's early, you know, it's a honeymoon, so it's really tough to kind of gauge it. It feels connected, and LeBron feels connected to some of these other guys. Patrick Beverly might be the most entertaining player to watch in the NBA. That and does I'm not come talking, through. That, that does come no, through. No, but here's the thing. He's entertaining, but not just for show. Like, there is no, he certain things he's stuff. doing and he's saying and his actions that other people, you can feel it's contagious. So I got to see some of that yesterday that I don't feel like I always got to see. And last year was so screwed up and when you have so many older players they're less apt to change there's a lot of young players that are like hey you tell me what the hell to do I'm going to do it and they're all listening to some of the older vets you know yeah, we, this kind of goes back to what we we're talking about with the Rams a second ago because you you can't simulate distress right you cannot simulate bad results you you could say okay let's go make sure we have bring our intensity and all of these things and that's fine but how does a person react when they're legitimately getting squeezed and and here's what I mean the Rams are getting squeezed right now, and the schedule's about to get really, really challenging. We'll see what it looks like a week from now, two weeks from now, four weeks from now, and, and how everybody responds to it, because this is new for a lot of these guys in the Rams. 
they can play nice and put arms around guys and play defense and all these things during the preseason because the stakes are, I don't even want to say low, they don't exist. There are no stakes. The schedule that the Ram, or excuse me, that the Lakers have coming out of the gates, I think it's through their first 15 games out. There's a Portland game in there, and there's two Utah games, which means there are 12 games where the Lakers are going to have their hands full. If a good percentage of those 12 games go poorly, that's when you're going to tell whether or not what you just were describing is is actually in them. Like, hey, look, this is a bad stretch. We're playing tough teams. We got to get better. We got to keep working. Then that's really encouraging. But if they go through that stretch and they're, you know, 15, let's say it's, you know, six and nine, okay? Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, guys aren't playing defense. Guys are taking bad shots. Guys are missing games. Then I think we're going to have our answer pretty quickly. It could, we can only get the information if it goes either really well, which would be terrific, or if it goes kind of poorly and yet you still see what you just described. So what I don't think, and again, you're right, that until push comes to shove, until they're in a back-to-back where they got Denver and they got Utah the next day, just using as an example, right? Until you kind of start dealing with some of that stuff, you're right, we're not going to know if this is just simply the start of a new season and everyone is energized. But I really do have this feeling that he's got, Darvin Ham's got a unique respect of a lot of these players. And I think you and I could have, we already noticed that before. He's got a he's, there's a physicality to him that you better respect him. And and I, and like his journey, the fact that he was a player in the league, that he won a championship. He was a role player that was always trying to find a way. He had to grind to get where he sits today. He had to grind to stay in the league. He had to grind to be an assistant coach for X amount of years. Nothing was handed to this guy. And that's not by the way, the uh, you can probably say that about a lot of different coaches that are in the NBA today, but it was it was kind of this. Hey, Chris Paul goes out of his way in the you know early third quarter, or late second quarter, whenever it was, to come by and say hello to Darvin Ham. Devin Booker goes out of his way during a free throw. I'm going to come to the other side of the court to say hello to Darvin Ham. It's almost as if these you know a lot of these players. Um, they respect him. Let's put it that way. Now, how that translates into good basketball for the Lakers, I'm not sure. But I think everybody he's got everybody's attention. Let's put it that way. So LeBron, after the game, was asked a question. You know, you, we talked about it yesterday. I think Ireland mentioned it. LeBron very clearly wants to hey an owner or at least part of a group that owns the team when the NBA um, expands. And if they expand to Vegas specifically, he wants to be a part of it. I, I thought this was really funny. Here's LeBron after the game sending a message to the commissioner of the NBA, Adam Silver, who at the moment is halfway across the world in Abu Dhabi. I know Adam is uh, in Abu Dhabi right now, I believe. That's where they're at right now? Yeah, with the Bucks in, in, in uh, Atlanta. So... But he probably sees every single interview and transcript that comes through from NBA players. So I want the team here, Adam. Thank you. <laughs> I think that's so great. Like, hey, yeah, Commissioner Silver, Adam, actually, first name basis, Adam. Uh, I'd like that team. Thank you in advance. Only LeBron, right? Like, do, do you know how much juice you have to have to kind of just throw out the oh, the guy that's going to make all these decisions? Um, I'm right here. I'm in town. Make sure that when you start handing out new franchises, that I get the one that's right here. I loved it. You know what's funny is even just being here for a couple of days. It's not even. There is no. Do you think that the NBA would expand in Vegas? It's just, okay, hey, so where are they going to play right. and when is it going to happen? Yeah, and, and how and much is it going to cost? How much is it going to cost? And Braun, no question about it. You know, Obviously, the businessman that he is understands the power of the market, understands the opportunity, understands what it's going to be like when the Los Angeles Lakers are playing the Las Vegas, whatever it is, or the Golden State Warriors are in town. Um, you know, he sees an incredible business opportunity. Yeah, not too many people. And the, the fact he goes out of his way, Adam Silver listens to all these transcripts. I know he'll hear Like, that, <laughs> but you might as well just have a one-on-one conversation with him. But he's like, no, I'd rather do it on here so everybody writes about it, and then he's going to get <laughs> exactly. it that way. You're exactly right. All right, Slee, uh, we got to do the dump, but I hope it's good. I really, really hope that it's good. The, story, the dump or the story? The story. We're, look, we're, we are going to hit the Super Crosstalk Sounder at uh, 12.55 and 00 seconds. That's going to happen. It's Travis Lee. The story It's coming up next, 710 ESPN. I like the dump. It's one of my favorite segments that we do on a daily basis. We get to kind of bounce around and talk about a lot of different things. But, Slee, I would be lying yeah. if I said that I wasn't preoccupied for 12.55. 
So I got to get down to pregame today. <laughs> so I'm going to get down to T-Mobile a little early just because uh-huh. I want to make sure we have everything set up for the broadcast. <laughs> I'm just saying that that may be the better option. I'm just, it just you should have a, a an escape hatch, a plan B, like you said earlier. All right, let's start with this. John is a storyteller. He, I have a feeling his story is going to be a little bit, a little bit better than my story. No, but, I want to be the wingman to the story. <laughs> That's the problem. I want the sleeve version of what well, we've been over this. We're we're going to get it in eight minutes from right now. So sit tight. Uh, Rob Manfred, the commissioner of baseball, was asked the question about the home run record. Aaron Judge obviously has. 62, Barry Bonds, Mark McGuire, et cetera, et cetera. And he said, did you know we made $11 billion? We're good. <laughs> that would have been We're a better good. answer than the one he gave because here's what he said. Well, the record books say what they say. Um, I think that over the history of the game, there have been different eras. The ball performed differently. The equipment was different. And I think the best way to handle it is let fans make their own judgment as to what records are most significant to them. What a terrible answer. Love it, what, love it. The, I mean, the, I'm glad. Dude, I'm glad him and his PR team came up with that. Here, here's here's there, you have two choices. Barry Bonds is the record holder with 73. It's in the record book. You can look it up. He has 73 home runs. That's the record. Or Roger Maris is the record holder because those other guys have been proven to use PEDs. Those are the only two answers. Hmm. That 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 ridiculous. That is arguably worse to me than when he called the World Series trophy a piece of metal and Justin Turner wanted to wring his neck. It's right. just, dude, you're the commissioner of the sport. Have an opinion on something. Have have a, a have the backbone to say, yeah, Barry Bonds hits 73 home runs. That's what it is. Or say the opposite, but you can decide for yourself. Get out of here. So. I'm not. Are you surprised? Because I'm not surprised. Like I, I it, you don't respect the answer. You wish he did pick a side. You wish he wasn't so, you know, dancing around things. Really not saying anything. Um, but I'm not surprised, Trav. Like I, a lot of these commissioners, you put them in this spot. Adam Silver, I've given a lot more credit than some of the other commissioners. A lot of people didn't like his responses about the Robert Sarver deal and the Phoenix Suns owner and suspending him for just a year. And, hey, uh, well, this happened to this owner. And then eventually there was enough heat out there where uh, he's now going to sell the team and, and that will happen. I, I think a lot of these guys just they're going to play it safe. They're not going to – I know you want to hear one thing. I just – I think – you're you're going to disappoint yourself if you're expecting it's, something different. It's, it's such a stupid answer. I it just I, I didn't expect a good one, but that's an easy one. That's that's a fastball over the middle of the plate. All right, let's go to this next one. Uh, it was today, October 6, 1993. Michael Jordan, Air Jordan, MJ of the Bulls, announces his retirement for the first time. This was the retirement that was uh, then turned into a brief minor league baseball career for a period of time. Mm-hmm. It it really was shocking when it happened because he was still full Michael Jordan there there was no decline at all he was still the best player in the league by a mile and that he said I'm out and oh by the way I'm going to go play minor league baseball even 20 years 30 years later it still doesn't make any sense hey Shohei you want to impress us why don't you impress us why don't you go play a couple NBA games minor league NBA games (laughs) go go play in the G League yeah it is by by the way that that's got to be in all of sports, that has to be, at least for me, right? And I'm talking about an actual athlete deciding to stop what he's doing or uh, something along those lines. That Jordan moment, it's the entire league now had a chance to go win a chip, right? Like, it changed everything. What do you mean Michael Jordan is not going to play in the NBA anymore and he's going to go play baseball? And now all of a sudden six, seven teams that were like, yeah, we have no shot of winning against Michael Jordan. Let's get it in now. And then he comes back and they win three more. Like it's it's yeah. it's, it's Well, and it's the three more too because look, and, and I'm not throwing any shade at Olajuwon because Olajuwon's one of the great players of all time. But that he that he can say, look, I got a, I got a couple. I had back-to-backs. And he does and they're legitimate and there's no shade here at all. But – the fact that Jordan came back and then just ripped off three more, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. you kind of go like, yeah, all right. But, I mean, okay. There, there's there's that very obvious, if I don't leave to go play baseball for mm-hmm. whatever reason, who knows what Olajuwon – maybe it's more of a Barkley and a, a Patrick Ewing or a Carl Malone situation, great players where they never got it done. Yeah, the uh, I'm sure the Houston Rockets said thank you. Uh, we appreciate. It. I'm sure every Eastern Conference team said thank you in the process too. Do any of you guys, uh, Emily Taylor Slee, do any of you guys subscribe to any of the conspiracy theories as to why he left? Oh yeah, 
You do? I do. Which one? Anyone in I particular? I think that it, there was an issue with the commissioner that you like, hey, maybe you should step aside because we need to get this gambling under control. That's what, That was what I do. Taylor, do you give those in? Yeah, the same, the same that Emily mentioned. Ta- uh, Slee? I don't, but uh, I'm waiting for, give me that 30 for 30 or something. Somebody drops a book and then we'll all kind of look into it and be like, oh, now that makes a lot more sense. I guess I don't fall into those. I just, I, I'm... I'm not easily convinced on some of that stuff, even though I know it probably is happening all the time behind the scenes. It does happen all the time behind the scenes. Here's why I don't believe it. I, I'm team conspiracy. Like I love a good conspiracy theory. I'm here. I'm here to listen, and I'm. I'm. You have my full attention. Something like that, I think, would be impossible not to get out. The, 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 the people that you're dealing with, and, and to your point, Slee, that whether it's a documentary or a book or something, it's been 30 years. David Stern's dead, right? That that if this were a Hey, you got to go take a break for a minute for whatever the reason is. We're, mm-hmm. I'm not even going to speculate what the reason is. But sure, if this sure, were sure. a, you need to go over there and just, you know, you, you can come back, but not until we, we give you the thumbs up. I, I can't imagine that a story of that, a secret of that magnitude could be kept for 30 plus years. That That's the only reason I don't believe it, because people are really bad at telling stories. And especially after an, a, an essential part of the story has died. Yeah, now I believe it more. Now I'm in. I'm in with Emily and Taylor. I go left, you go right. I understand. This makes no sense to me. Uh, By the way, 90 seconds until Super Crosstalk. I'm just just saying. we got Counting down. We're we're, we're getting there. Lane Kiffin's dog, the head coach uh, at Ole Miss, former SC head coach, Raider head coach, Tennessee head coach. Uh, His dog, Juice. Has an NIL oh, yeah. He's got an deal. endorsement deal. He's yep. got it that you get uh, you. The Grove will receive an exclusive license to Juice's name, image, and likeness in exchange for mm-hmm. a gift card to Hollywood Feeds. Um, to get his feeds, he just needs to be a good boy. That's it. <laughs> yeah, I think what is it? Is like a lab or something like that? I think I saw some photos. He just needs uh, to cute. remain a very good boy. Brings him to practice. Uh, really cute dog. How does this all work? <laughs> who gets the who cuts the check? Where do they cut the check? Well, to? I think juice if I'm reading this right, Hollywood Feeds leads me to believe that it's a feed store. They probably got animal food, right? So yeah. whether it's chickens, cows, pigs, whatever, I'm sure there's some dog food in there as well. Lane's and probably just getting free food. Juice I was gonna say I'm sure Lane food. I'm sure Lane needed needed some help on hey, feeding look, his dog. Does it does anybody say no to a free lunch, juice or no. otherwise? Who doesn't no, like do not. a free lunch? Thirty seconds, Lee. How are you feeling right now? Uh <laughs> I have a feeling you're going to like the story. I have a feeling you're going to like. The hurry story. up! We're, we got we got uh, 22 seconds until we we get to hear this story. The, yeah, Mace is the one. I, Mace is a wild card. I don't know how Mace is going to live streaming this. Where, are we? Are we? Cody, is this going to be live streamed? Is this going to be up? We're going to try. We're going to try. Uh, Amanda, Amanda is in the studio. Uh, is John? Uh, do we have John connected? He is connected. Okay, John is connected, and it is time for Super Crosstalk. All right, Mace, that's enough. <laughs> Hold oh, on. Yeah. yeah, no, we yeah. don't have time. We don't have time for this. Okay, John, so you have- uh, uh, You want me to set this up a little bit as far as but before, the, before we what do just that. happened for three hours, John? Yeah. Bef- John, sure. have you gotten to listen to any of uh, our show today? I, I have been told that you have overhyped this, Travis, to the point of exhaustion. I have? That, that, that you have an Emily, by the way. Emily, you admit something. Your yeah. parents had to deal with you opening your Christmas presents early, didn't they? No. I always open my Christmas. Hey, I was told by multiple people to text you. I was told by everybody to text you. I, so. I, I wake up to a text this morning from Emily. Yep. Hey, we don't need to wait for you and Mason. We can tell the story multiple times. Come on yeah, right. Exactly. I was no. trying to be that, No, that's the right way to do it. That the idea that there was this great story that Alan was a part of, right, part of the right. Travis and Sliwa show. Which we, by the way, have no which, idea Which is what still it on is. the air for another four minutes. <laughs> well, <laughs> tell no, the story. Another 16 minutes. So this is the this is the setup we've been waiting on. John, you want to wait day. till Monday? You want to wait till Monday? Yeah, let's string yeah, it along. Yeah, I agree. Gentlemen. Right. Even so, Boss so, Amanda is in studio for this announcement. I've been extremely annoyed by this whole thing. <laughs> well, that's a good start. <laughs> there you that's go. That's a good start. Okay, that's a good, good to know. Start. Good to know. All right, so if, for people who don't know, yesterday Mason issued – Mason often issues me monetary challenges. Yes. And yesterday he said – I'll give you a hundred dollars. He heard about this strip club somewhere in Vegas called the Peppermint Hippo. Yes, and he said, "Ireland, you wouldn't be caught dead in the Peppermint Hippo." No, um, not John. Ireland. I'll give you a hundred dollars if you go. 
And then Travis piggybacked it and goes, I'd give $100 if you guys okay. went to the Peppermint Hippo. Mm-hmm. So you're 200 And then Mason convinced later in the day that I really wasn't going to do it. Added another 100 Another so 100 the, bucks. 300 bucks so, in the so pot. 300 if we made an appearance at the Peppermint Hippo. Yes. And let me just start by saying, we really, really wanted to go. There was a bunch of crap going on. The game ended late. Slee had to do a uh, post-game laker thing from the arena right we really wanted to go so we did and i am sending you eight pictures nice of proof of sliwa and i at the peppermint hippo now describe the peppermint hippo okay well first first off let's just do this so there is we're at the lakers game and we're getting ready this is uh i think the broadcast is just about to start John hits me with an elbow to my right and or his right, my left, and is like, hey, Slee, um, what do you think after the game? We go to Peppermint Hippo. I'm like, uh, John, the game's – they're about to do the starting lineup right now. What are we doing? We're going to Peppermint Hippo. You and I, John Allen, John Allen, we're going to Peppermint Hippo after the game. Right. Yeah. I think it would be good. Okay, leave it alone. Right. Pay no attention. Do the post-game show. Start walking to the hotel. Send uh, John a text. I'm like, hey, I'm back at the hotel. Great. I'll get us a taxi. Next thing I know, John is sitting. We're both sitting in the line trying to get some other people to come. Nobody's coming. We're both sitting in the line for the taxi. John in his Los Angeles Lakers voice uh, to the taxi. So where are you guys going? We are going to the Peppermint Hippo. Guy like, turns around <laughs> twice. Not have been more clear. John, John is wearing the same clothes that he was wearing at the broadcast. Nice, Shirt is classy. tucked in. He looks professional, very ready to go. And the next thing you know, we are on our way to Peppermint Hippo. However, we went to Pepper Mill because our taxi took us to a restaurant called Pepper Mill. Great breakfast. It great took late you night. to the Pepper Mill? Pepper Mill. Yeah, so great you, late you guys night breakfast. will notice that one of those pictures is of the Pepper Mill, yes. which is where he <laughs> took us originally, and we went, no, we got to go to the Peppermint Hippo. <laughs> so we get to the Peppermint Hippo. Yes. And we start looking around, and the first thing we notice is no pictures. You're not allowed to take pictures oh, inside the Peppermint inside Hippo. inside the Hippo, right. So we walk up to the guy at the front, this really good dude named Sabo. He is was that the, manager. the picture that is? That's is the, the third guy? person. Yeah, he's the guy in the middle in between me and Sway. That's Sabo. It's his birthday Sabo today. Sabo is a manager. Uh, Bob, by the way, is the general manager. We happen to get cards from everybody <laughs> we are now there. And if anybody ever needs to go, we can, have, we can get you hooked up. Go ahead, John. Okay, so um, we explain to Sabo what we're up. I, hey, we're like the two straightest arrows at this radio station we work at. Nobody thinks we were ever going to come over here. I know you have strict rules against taking pictures. Can we take a few? I promise we won't be. We won't take any pictures of the girls dancing on stage. We won't. We won't do anything, you know, without getting your permission. Right. Right. And he said, "Sure." So then they let us take that picture I just sent you of the actual silver hippo. of the hippo. Yeah. And then he goes, "Let me find you a couple of girls." So he finds a couple of girls. That's the picture of me and Slee with the two girls. I don't know and if I got that so one. Slee oh, there I, I got that one. Yeah, yeah. Okay. They're, they're so both dancers? Oh, there we go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Slee and I at this point are pretty full of ourselves. We think, okay, we just stuck it to you two. You're going to give us 300 bucks. We're going to have a drink. And we're out of here. By the and way, then, we're going to have a drink because they gave us a comp drink. Sure, they gave right. us literally a ticket oh, oh, oh. and a coupon. And, by the way, waived the cover when nice. we told them what we were up to. Nice. Normally, it was a, normally it was $50 cover, and they waived the cover. 50 bucks. Um, yeah, that's serious. And and so so we're in. He hands us a drink ticket. The manager takes it. He goes, I got a great table for you guys. So he comes and sits down at the table, and Slee and I are just laughing because we, we, we've got 300 bucks from you guys. What happens next was not only entirely predictable, but is exactly what probably should have happened in this story. Okay. Slee and I, sure fall. I sit down. One of these girls saddles right up to Slee. Oh, like nice. Right next to that's her. The, that's, the, that's how they make a living. It's because, it's okay. because I'm, so, I'm so good looking and my <laughs> right, personality right, right. Right. has a lot to, to do with that. Then, exactly. then one of the other girls comes and literally sits right on my lap. <laughs> okay. She, and, she and, too, is making a living. 
and 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 then oh now keep in mind I told Slee this I'm not a strip club guy I haven't been in a strip club since the 80s no yes. exaggeration like when I was in college probably I, I playing just, the same and, music by the way right right <laughs> so Slee and I are feeling kind of good that we pulled one over on you two and and so and we've got a free drink so we order a couple of worthy splashes Trav because okay. Slee nice. hadn't tried one yet nice. those are quite got good. a little t- little tequila a little pineapple splash some ice. And the next thing we know, the girls say to us, well, will you buy us a drink? And we say, sure, we're I in good mood. I know this trick. You Go just ahead. spent okay. the 300 bucks I that Mason and I Oh, crap, stay with me. Stay with me. Stay with me. By the way, John, before you go any further, I thought, what the whole thing I thought was, we're going to go take a picture next to this uh, next to the hippo, and then we're going to take off. We're done. We're leaving, right? Hey, it's we funny. Look at these pictures. Holding, holding the cap. Yeah. Yes. Like, take the pictures, get back in the cap. Okay, next thing I know, first off, when we walk in, there's basically six girls that are are waiting and lining up to talk to us, and it's probably not because John and I think we have pretty good personalities, right, okay? Right, right, sure. So, <laughs> so right out the gate, you're being bombarded with, I don't even know what's going Attention. on. Like, I, girls and are I'm, just coming at you. Mason, and in I'm trying lingerie. to explain. I'm trying to explain. I'm like, guys, I know this is, okay, it's not what you think it is. We're here. It's radio. We're probably going to be taken off. Next thing I know, John is with one of the managers. He's like, hey, Slee, they're giving us a whole VIP tour. I'm like, what? What's going on? Next thing you know, it's like a gang of people all walking, and now John is, like, getting us a tour of the entire place. I, I still don't know what's going on. Go ahead, John. Yeah, he's he's taking me to the VIP room and nice. to the backstage and to the other thing else. And he goes, he goes, you guys want a, want a table right by the main stage? And, again, we're not staying. And, I, and we said, sure. So we sit down. We use our free drink coupon, and the girls say, would you buy us a drink? And, and by There's the time, three of them. They're, they're ordering, three girls, like, yeah. Three girls just at the ordering table. whatever. So the bill comes, and I got the cap. So Slee goes, "I'll get the, uh, I'll get the drinks." Yeah. And I said, "Oh, thanks." Okay. So we got two free drinks. So we, he was buying three drinks. Yes. And they were a little, pri- they were a little pricey, but not too bad. Okay. And and then we start talking to the girls, and the girls start dancing, and I I look at Slee and I go, "You want to roll?" And Slee gives me this look like. They're being so nice to us. Let's have one more. Let's have a paid drink. <laughs> okay. So Slee you know, like, wants and, to stay. <laughs> well, no. He didn't want to stay, but he. I think, correct me if I'm wrong, Slee. I was pot you, committed. I was pot committed. You, well, and you time. felt kind of like, hey, they've been really cool about this. We haven't paid for anything yet. Let's, let's you know, throw them a bone. Let's, let's buy the girls some drinks, give them, give them a tip. And so, since they played along with our dumb bit. Yes. So, so we, we were into drinks round two. And the drinks come, and next thing I know, uh, more girls are coming over, and they, they're asking if we'll buy them drinks. And Slee and I are like, well, we really – and, and some, Slee doesn't – They found the dumbasses, and they're yeah, like, they yeah, found, this like, is a Slee great opportunity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, oh yeah. Trav, Trav, Marks, uh, plural. Yeah, plural, right, uh, Marks. If so, you don't see so, the dummy at the table, it's you. <laughs> so they bring the second round. Well, this time – it wasn't with the comp drinks. Of course not. So, so what? See, what was the bill for the second round of? Can drinks? I guess before you before you say it? How how okay. many drinks did you buy? All right, so eight drinks. Eight, eight drinks. drinks was, and I'll, and I'll give you the total with tip. It's okay. Two hundred dollars. I know it's more than that. Is it's it? More, it's more than that. It's. I'm going to say it's three hundred and fifty dollars. About two eighty. Okay. Right around two eighty. Okay, yeah. so so at this <laughs> right point we've blown we've blown all of the money that we won off of you guys because we're doofuses. <laughs> oh, but it gets worse. Oh, so so then at this point, Slee and I go, okay, we've we've the the boat the canoe is now over the waterfall. Yeah. <laughs> we got to get out of here. Oh, by the way, when we say we're leaving, they're like, cool. Can we get one more drink? I'm like, oh, oh yeah, yeah they is, did that. This too. is going well. Yeah. As soon said, as we said, as, as soon as they said we were leaving, drink. they all said, well, do you mind buying us one more? And we're like, sure. So we were there. I, what you, so we were there 30, 40 minutes total. Yeah. Yeah. Probably about and a half hour. At this point, we're being, we're, we're, you know, we're trying to be good guys. We're asking them, you know, where they're from, what their background is. We kind of make <laughs> they're, they're used to that. Hey, Mace, right. from? Mace, if you What's heard the conversations, <laughs> you heard you the conversations. <laughs> oh, yeah. John Mace, and I are having was, with these individual was, women. It was I'm like, as so, bad uh, as you think it is. It was like <laughs> that, was. that bad. And there's what grocery store do you guys use out here? After the second time we say we're leaving, this girl, the one girl, starts working. What's her name? Hard. What's her name? 
Oh, I can't even remember. Can't. No, 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 no. Probably but, like but Mercedes. Mercedes. No, she gives me this. Mercedes. Mercedes. She goes, there was 100% yeah. of Mercedes in there. Yeah. 100%. She, she goes, I didn't understand. Why are you leaving? And I go, oh, we got we to meet some people. And, uh, and she goes, well, you got to give me 15 minutes to take you in the back. Oh. And I went, I went, no, I'm, I'm not that guy. I go. I, I. I don't mean to offend you. It's it, you know you're beautiful, but I, I'm not. I'm not. A, I'm not that guy. I'm not going. I'm, I don't want to lap dance. I'm not going in the back. You know, blah blah blah. She literally, Travis pulls out a lollipop <laughs> and starts licking it. Really? He goes, <laughs> Are you sure? And I said, I'm very flattered. Yes, I'm sure. They finally, the three girls at our table finally realize that we're not going to the back. Like, yeah. Slee and I are not, not like, lap dance. Not going to the executive room. But I thought yeah. they liked you guys. <laughs> right. Well, I am, oh, I am doing, the po- I'm doing the post game from there tonight. I thought, I thought oh, you nice. Live from the hippo. Okay. I thought you really made an impact. So, listen, listen to this, though. So, they say to us, as we were getting up to leave, one of them mentions it to Slee, and the other two mention it to me. They say, would you mind giving us a tip for our time since wow. we spent all this time with you guys? And I went, you know, I didn't know what to say, so I said, sure. And I opened my wallet, and I don't have enough money to tip them. And I go, um, I, I'm very sorry. To make, she goes, ATM right around the oh, corner. Oh, yeah, yeah. I heard ATM no, a couple no, no. times Word. yesterday. Yeah. AT- ATM. What so was I the get surcharge up, on the ATM? About 40%? 20%. Yeah. Uh, guys, 20%. have you never been to a strip okay. club before? Yeah. What was, no, no, Trav, just, literally, I mean, never. Mercedes, club 101. Mercedes had this a is, lollipop because you guys this are is, suckers. This is every single strip club that anyone has ever been I thought to she in really, entire I thought life. she really liked me. Oh, yeah. I'm not done yet, Trav. Oh, So okay. I go to... I go to the, the ATM, pay the $20, there 20% be a gun in this surcharge. story at some point. <laughs> no, no, no. But I, I will. I've got, I've, got a, I've, got an, I've got an epilogue. But the, so I go to the ATM, and of course, the ATM only distributes hundreds. Hundreds, right. Of course. Yes. Of course. And I've got three girls, okay? So no. I didn't know what to do. We were in a duck. I just tipped. I gave them each 100, and we left. Oh! We landed up. We ended we're, up spending. We're about red six hundred right now. We're in the red six. Yeah, we're we're between six and seven hundred now. Wow! And, and you did not so get was, for thirty minutes meaningful out of it. Like the guys in not only made we had a great. I had a great conversation. I had I had a great dialogue on my side. I'm it was sure just, you did. It was I'm sure it was very conversational. Not only not only did I not get anything meaningful, I I dodged a bullet because I found out later that had I agreed to go in the back with this girl mm-hmm. so she could, as she put it, rock my world for 15 <laughs> minutes. Sure. That would have been that would have been another 600 sure. on top of the 600 that we already spent. You guys know they're running a business, and, right? Then, oh, now. Then, now we, and, and I by, tried by using way, my AAA card. It does not work. They yet. don't take the AAA card. <laughs> Wow. So the bottom line is we are the two biggest dopes in Vegas. We had $300 in our pocket from you two idiots who and dared spent. us to go. And I'd be careful throwing around that word idiot right about now. Oh, don't no, trap. <laughs> Tell me who the biggest chumps are in this story. I mean, come on. To, to not only blow the 300 you gave us, but then go way past 300 more for no reason. That's how dumb we were. Yeah. And, uh, well, and so uh, – so that, now that will is you, the story. Will you go back? <laughs> well, I, Mace, listen, I wait, Mace, Mace, I can't tell you how many times they said, hey, so how long are you guys in town for? Right. And John would say, we leave Friday morning. They're like, okay, great. Well, listen, here's my car. We're going to have a car. Or we'll, we'll have a car come pick you up at the hotel. We'll take care of you. Come really? back tomorrow, wow. guys. Come sure. on down. Sure. They're well, very invited. What By the way, a, what a they, were so, they were so happy with us when we walked outside to get a cab. The, the GM goes, oh, screw that, and, and calls his limo driver and has his limo driver personally escort us back to the hotel Damn. and so, leaves us with, hey, call me when you guys want to come back tomorrow. Well, yeah, I'll you guys just spent $600 in a half an hour. Of course minutes. they want you to come I, back. 30 I minutes. Mean, I had a, I had, yeah. I had, they never made any easier money than when you guys walked through the door. Amanda, you've been it was oddly tra- quiet it was, em- it was embarrassingly obvious what suckers we were. <laughs> yeah, boss I mean, Amanda, it, what it, is your take on uh, on Slee and Ireland's <laughs> evening in Vegas? Well, I feel like I've heard this story before many times from different men that I know. Yeah, well. But for these two, for Ireland and Sliwa, 
You would think we would be smarter. Yes, correct. No, I'm not surprised that they went to cash in on the the winnings. That no, that no, part that doesn't sense. surprise me. That makes sense. But that you guys were so easily taken to the hoop after that is even. The, I, I know both you guys a little bit. I know that that's not the lane that you live in on a weekend to weekend basis. <laughs> but this is this is literally this is such the a good addition and subtraction <laughs> of running a strip joint. <laughs> right, right. This is this is how they make their this money. Is, this, this is, is how they yeah. do it. They treat you like your air quotes special. We'll send and then a the limo. Next, and then the next thing you know, here's the bill, and you're like, wait, I thought we were friends. She this said is I was the, so handsome. This is it. And nothing. Unbelievable. <laughs> wow. No excuse. Like, you weren't even No, that was our first uh, drink of the night was there. No, no, oh, oh, but then, but then, Amanda, we get back to the hotel. All right, they, they drop us off. It's like 2.30 in the morning. We took the limo back. Yeah, yeah we took the limo The club limo. limo. They spent so yeah. much money. And how much did, then did you tip the limo driver, so were you out tomorrow? Yeah. yeah. Of course. Yeah, yes. just 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 we just gave him a, we just gave him a twenty. Did you guys end between up with six, a, probably between six six and seven hundred? I think we yeah. spent on the night. Wow. Yeah, total combined in a half hour. And you didn't but, get any but, of the fancy. By the, the way, hey, the base, base, extras, base, as they say, base. No base, I, I, I call I call Lady Slee, and I'm like, hey, oh, yeah. I don't really have much to explain right now, but I'm going to a strip club with John Ireland. And she's like, okay, what the <laughs> hell are you talking about? But I'll call you later. I'll call you later. Wow. Uh, so, by the way, that part that part we haven't done yet. We haven't had that conversation <laughs> yeah. yet. Now, well, you know, you, well, no, this is the first she'll be hearing of this right now <laughs> on the air. Uh, but, but. Mace, you know this. Yep. I'm getting it all back at the tables tonight. No, of course you are. Oh, plan. There's yeah, no way I can lose. So this place sad. has been built on guys making money at the yeah. tables Hashtags after a night at the strip sad. joint. Exactly. <laughs> this is exactly what it is. All right, Mace. By the way, it got it got highly entertaining after that. We uh we get back to the hotel and it's like two thirty and we run into one of the Laker security guys and he's got two girls with him. And, Slee, you can back me up on this. I don't think I've ever seen two people as inebriated as these two girls who are still upright. <laughs> oh, wow. One, one, of them, one of them was next level. It was really next level. And, and, she went to the restroom, and I'm like, I don't know how she's yeah. going to get there, and I don't know how she's going to get back. Yeah, well, good. And that was the one that I had convinced at some point of the night. She was so drunk that I, I convinced that her and I had hooked up in Miami, <laughs> and I was really offended that she didn't remember me. And it, she was Wait, this was made up, though. Oh, completely. Oh, okay. yeah. And, and it, it's like it's, you convincing that, her that they that's not true. I go. It is true. I go. Look at look at your phone. I'm in your phone. <laughs> wow. She, I go. My name's. I go. Oh, that's why I was. That's why I was heading, Amanda. I never got that far. Yeah, I never got that. Far. Wow. Well, what a night. I was going to say. What, 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 do you, what do you got planned for tonight? Yeah, I was going to say anything. That? Anything you guys want us to do tonight? We have one more night here. Sounds like so. go to yeah. the tables and lose some more. When, when, yeah, when, no, when well, back. let's just say you two need to Venmo us that money as soon as possible so we can <laughs> lessen our debt. Deal. It won't be done. Deal. You got yeah. it. All right, Mason. All right, so Trav, yeah. did that, Trav did that, did that story meet did you like it or, no? or exceed your expectations? It, it, it exceeded mine. It is a perfectly fine story that I've heard hundreds of times i actually i am entertained just because it's ireland and yeah but two straight white stiffs walk into a strip joint and get taken to the hoop it's not the first time i've heard the story it's not the first time it's happened to others i feel taken advantage of i can't believe it i know hard to imagine mason and ireland coming up next we'll see you tomorrow